Welcome to the WOA FM 99 radio show. Today is episode 5 of season 25 and we have one of my favorite acts from the WOA roster, Rene Ruth, joining me live in the studio. So stick around, Rene has hit the charts in the UK and her new EP is, I think, when this episode airs, that album is going to be out, the EP is going to be out. So if it is out and if you're listening to this episode, once that is out, just write in and say, hey, we heard the new EP by Rene Ruth. Anyway, she's going to be joining me in the middle of the show today. So stick around for a wonderful interview with Rene Ruth all the way in just Virginia. She's in Virginia and I'm in the UK and we're talking over the phone and we had a great time recording that interview. So I hope you enjoyed too. Without further ado... Here are the certified indie songs of the week today. We kick off with Grey Robot People. The artist is Stephanie Chaikin and Alex Bestens. Stephanie Chaikin and Alex Bestens. Guys, I hope I pronounced your names correctly. But the song is called Grey Robot People. Now, this is more a commercial sort of top 40-ish sounding song. I think it's a great song to start the show off with. At number two, we've got It Is Well With My Soul by Jack Franklin and Wise. Now, this one is very different from all our other songs. This is a piano instrumental. We do play instrumental music on our show, but uh, not very often. But when we find something really exciting and interesting, we'll, we'll probably you know add the song in. So this is a piano instrumental. It might be a great song for the upcoming Goa Chill Out Zone Volume 13. If you have not heard till now... And if you've been living under a rock, the Go Chill Out Zone Volume 12 hit the Amazon bestseller list in the UK and number three on the iTunes charts. If you missed it, please go and stream the album and please download the album if you can on iTunes or Amazon. But it's streaming now everywhere, okay? Spotify, Apple Music, the Go Chill Out Zone Volume 12. Well, after It Is Well With My Soul by Jack Franklin and Wise, we've got I've Never Said which is a remix by Dale Allen Knapps. Now, this is obviously a remix, a dance song. This is the thing about WFM 99. We mix up a lot of genres, so you can tune in. If you're a jazz fan, you're going to listen to jazz music. If you're a rock fan, you're going to listen to rock and metal and all that. And then if you're into dance music, which a lot of people are now, you're going to hear remixes by fantastic breakthrough independent artists from around the world. Dale Allen Knapp coming in at number three today. Then, of course, we've got Renee Ruth with her beautiful song, Lose My Breath, and her interview with me. I do hope you stick around for that. It's a great show. It's just been recorded a couple of weeks ago, and we finally got around to adding it to the show. And best of luck to Renee Ruth with her brand new EP that's coming out, which will also feature Lose My Breath. Then we've got Love Is by Mr. Stringalong. I really like that name, Mr. Stringalong. Now, this is kind of like a pop rock song. Quite cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Let me know if you agree that it's a worthy song for the WAFM 99 radio show. And maybe also could be a good addition to the independent number ones, volume 13 or 14 even. At number six today, we've got Ahora Sera Yeo by Kella Stambuk. Now, this is a Spanish song, but it's a dancey Spanish song. Okay, it's Latin dance. Ahora Sera Yeo. A beautiful song by Kella Stambuk. And then number seven, we've got the Cool Kids song by Junkie Monkey. How cool is that? Junkie Monkey. 
and it's called The Cool Kids Song, and it really is a cool song by Junkie Monkey, and uh, Dennis Ross is the guy behind Junkie Monkey. Let me know what you think about this single. And last but not least today, we've got The Rhythm's Soul by Family Roots Inspired. Now, that's the name of the band, Family Roots Inspired. Family is spelled with a P-H, not an F. And the song is called Rhythm's Soul. It's an electronic dance song again, and that ends episode five for us. Be sure to tune in next week. We've got another great show coming up very soon. And if you want to find out more about all the artists we play, aside from Spotify and Apple Music, to read all our show notes in detail, you can go to woatv.podbean.com, who are our hosts of the WOAFM 99 radio show. And also PRX, they distribute our show to public radio. So if you're lucky enough to hear it on one of the radio stations in your town or city, please write in to us and let us know how the show sounded and if anybody else was doing the hosting of the show. Right, that's it for me. Episode 5 of Season 25. I hope you enjoy it. Oliver Sean, out. Watching grey robot people on a cold Tuesday morning As I shine all their shoes Everyone so similar Racing for progress in this glass office building Wearing grey pinstripe suits With harmless intentions
Say things to strike 
Saying what they mean so easily Take a feeling hiding somewhere deep down inside Turn it into poetry I've never been one who could talk like that So I've tried to show you differently See, I've never said how much I love you In a clever phrase And I've never said how much I need you In a unique way But thinking about all the words you've never heard Every word Every word I've never said I hope you know That'll always be true By the way I love you faithfully Love, love, love is all around I 
Today, we've got a very special artist joining me all the way from Virginia. She's Canadian. She's more Caucasian than you can imagine. But everybody in South America is loving her music and she's going to be played all across terrestrial radio in South America. It's none other than Renee Ruth. Renee, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? So how does it feel that Lose My Breath, your awesome song, is being picked up all across South America? <laughs> and Asia, and they think that you're like uh, Gloria Estefan. I mean, you have nothing to do with her, I know that. But what do you think about that? <laughs> so first, I just found that out, so I'm speechless. <laughs> sure. No, I can't. I'm, so, I, I'm so honored, because like you said, there's not a drop of, of, of Latin in me, yeah, but yeah. clearly I vibe with yeah. you know, their yeah. style of music. So, yeah. Okay. I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It absolutely is. I mean, when I heard that song and when we were doing the edits of the show and, you know, we yeah. were in the studio and you can see through from the studio, you know, you can see, look into the live room and there were people in, from WA around and your song plays on the speakers outside and there were okay. people doing this Latin like salsa dance into your song and I'm like, shit, they love the song, you know, which is why now you're, you're on a proper WA commercial radio campaign as well, which I'm really, really glad you're part of because we're loving working with uh, Rene Root's music. Oh my gosh, and I'm loving you guys so much for doing it. Thank you so, so much. Uh, okay, uh, just so you know, when we went to make this song, yeah. 
I have another, I have one other Latin song. Okay, quick, can I tell a story? Yeah, absolutely, go for it. Okay, I have um, one other song that I wrote about 10 years ago. So I've got to admit, I don't have a Latin album yet, but I had one other Latin song. It was this like outlier in my catalog. It was called Want Me. And it was this like, it was a sultry little thing that like, you know, I'd always bust out, but everybody loved it, right? So I went to go make my, my pandemic albums I was like, that song is like, I could finish a a Latin album, you know, but it's all alone. I was like, so I'd actually come back from Puerto Rico and I was super inspired. Just, I love the Latin culture all over the world. I love it so much. I was super inspired and I, and I told my producer at the time, I said, okay, I got to do another one because that that one is all by itself. I said, we need one more. <laughs> That's how that song was born. But when we went to, when we were producing it, I kept asking for more. I was like, I want this song. So this goes to what you said about the studio. I'm like, I want this song when it comes on that people can't help themselves but move. Like exactly. you may not dance, yeah. but like, I want, like if you're like, you just can't stop. Like you just start to move and you can't stop yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, absolutely. I mean, that that's fantastic. And also... Is that new song on your self-titled EP? So you've got two Latin-influenced songs on the EP. So the first one is not on that EP. Ah, the, right. So the EP's got. So the EP's kind of a little buffet. Like okay. it's like like a Renee Ruth buffet. It's got like I've got like a love song on there. I've got a, like an anthem song on there. I've got this Latin song on there, and nice. then I've got yeah. So it's it's kind of like. Hey, get to know the genres that I yeah, vibe yeah. in. This is right? Re- this is Rene Ruth, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and the yeah. EP is called Rene Ruth. Yeah, Excellent. it is. It's on Bandcamp. It's out on you yeah. know Apple, all the things. Yeah. And, and uh, Rene, is that this is your debut EP, I believe? Correct. So yes, my yes, yes. Okay. I had an EP like eleven years ago, okay. and it just it, that that was you could call that my baby EP. Yeah, like I, got I was it, still in. Yeah. But this is like your more professional, proper yeah. Rene Ruth, the artist yeah. sort of EP. Excellent. Yes, my, it's my entrance as an yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yes. I think, and I think you're on a winner, okay? This is really, really good. I, I'm, I'm loving the stuff that you're doing. Also, tell us more about, like, do you play instruments or do you work with a lot of different musicians, producers? Tell us more. Okay. Um, I started out as a singer-songwriter, so I played piano, a little guitar, which is actually how the first Latin song got written was on guitar. This one started out on piano. And then I also, and I sing and I write lyrics. So I'm responsible for kind of the melodic lines of a lot of the songs, all the lyrics. And then I teamed up over the pandemic with a producer because I can write. And I, so I performed live for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my own stuff, but mostly the area I lived in and kind of where we ended up, we ended I did the whole gamut. We were, you know, wedding singers. We were this and that, everything, right? Opened for bigger names, did all that. But yeah. as cover artists, my core was always a singer-songwriter, like an, an independent artist. And so I went into this, I got a producer because I was, I didn't know how to take what I was writing to radio level. So I'm not responsible for the production. Can't okay. take credit at all. I, my responsibility lies in me going with hand gestures Hey, can you do this? I wanted to, that's where my responsibility was. <laughs> Trying to decipher my hand gestures. What, what she <laughs> means by that hand gesture? And what does that yeah, mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. like, yeah, yeah. I want the dance to feel like this. And they're like watching me on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. But you know what? Yeah. The fact that you, you've done cover music and you've played in bands and stuff, that actually forms you as an artist when you go, you know, original finally, when you release yourself as an artist. I think me, I've, I've, I've been playing in bands and local bands since I was like 13 years old. And by right. the time I was 19, 
I was ready to face the freaking music industry, you know, like, let's do this. You know, I know everything. You know? So it's really good. So tell me more about the touring. That's really interesting. So you actually tour. You do a lot of gigs now or you stop? No. So we had a couple agents and we did, you know, it was mostly in the state of Virginia. We did. I never went national. And that was largely because I ended up in this like cover sector. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Gosh. Like private parties and they want to hear free art. Not really. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. catering to the that community. And mm-hmm. so in 2019, my drummer, who's been with me just about since I started, I've had bandmates in and out, but he and I... I got to shout out Fred Jackson. Like he's wow. faithful. That's right. uh, so, so Fred and I um, sat down and said, we, we don't want to be cover artists. We are artists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we went out, set out to write the song now. Um, and we tried to produce ourselves very badly. In fact, that would be like really funny stuff to release to see me <laughs> just for jokes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he, we started with now and that was how we found the producer. He, cause we interviewed a few, but he could hear like he could put together what was in my head. Like I, I hear what I want in my head. Yeah. I just don't know how to get that out of the system. So yeah. So our goal now actually is to get into a national, like we want to open for a national artist. So, or, or an international artist. And we've been rehearsing to that end. Like I've got a huge tower in the back of my office. And <laughs> so we stream now instead of going out to perform. Cause we're, I'm done with the, the small gigs. I'm done. So we, we rehearse and stream live stream. That's really good. One of the reasons I, I brought up touring is okay. now that you're working with WA, I mean, if you, if you didn't know about it, WA organizes two major international tours every year. So we do one in the summer in the UK, right? It's called the WA Summer Tour. And that's where we bring in artists that are working with us who have hit the charts and things like that. Fingers crossed you're going you're gonna to get to the charts as well. But that's something we'd like to call you up on. You know, join us in the UK. Come in with your band and uh, you, you bring yourself here and we handle the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I swear to God, I've, I've become involved with our commercial sector of WOA. So when they sign up an artist that, that I really like as well, and I go, okay, I'm going to invite them now for the tour because I headlined the tour. But if you get artists from Canada, this year we got Canada, Michigan, Milwaukee, and Texas, France, and India. We've got all these artists coming down. Maybe yeah. we need to get in someone from Virginia as well. You never know. I would, well, you'd be getting two for one because I'm right. American and Canadian. Oh, there so. you go. And there'll be a Canadian band as well, so you'll feel right at home. So right at home. I know. Talk to my people. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. So the tour we do is it's kind of like what they used to do back in the day when Elvis and Johnny Cash and everyone would go. They go up on stage, do a few songs, and then you know different sort of styles on stage on these big stages. Yeah. It's really working now. I mean. From what the scene is or how the music industry has changed, kind of trying to get back what it used to be, where it's like live music on stage rather than these bloody DJs. No offense to the DJs. I've got DJ friends, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 not none, none, no, no, no. No, but I mean, we're not, we kind of left that acoustic vibe. So we, my producer actually built us a tower. So a lot of the sounds that we can't create as a band on stage are like, we're head, we're headphoned in and we're tracking. It's cool because you're getting the the song as you heard it on the radio, but on stage we're adding stuff so that my vocals will be different and we're adding. So it's it's this really big experience. (laughs) The tower is built to travel. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's in a travel case that can get on a plane, yes. That's amazing. Okay, so we'll talk more. We'll talk more about the tour. Hopefully we can get you in either this year or next year, but you know, we will get Renee Ruth on tour, guys. All of you listening in, we're going to be playing Lose My Breath today. That's, that's one of my favorite songs by Rene Ruth. 
but we're also going to start playing. I didn't know you had a full-fledged proper EP, you know, Renee. So what we're going to do is we're going to start playing some more of your songs on the show in season 23 and 24. So you keep sending in the material, you know. I can, I I can be your co-producer going, yeah, I like this one. I don't like that one. You know, give you those kinds of feelers. That would be great. Yeah. I would love it. And Renee, you, you're a big dog lover. You're an animal lover as well. I've got a tiny Yorkie that's making me throw a bone yeah. because I'm not paying any attention to him right now. So yes, I'm a huge animal lover, huge. Excellent, huge. excellent. I can see Joshua, right? That's his name, Joshua. My dog's a German Shepherd, he's blue. I don't think Joshua Ooh. should play with blue because he's a no. bitch. <laughs> no, I think blue would think Joshua was a squeak toy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But he's very, he's very gentle with, with squeaky toys, oh. you know? He's very, like, very gentle with that. But he's so big and so like, you know, big, massive German Shepherd. People freak out as soon as they see him. So, I love a big German yeah. Shepherd. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Renee, what are you working on now? Like, uh, what's coming I'm up? I'm actually okay. Coming up, so I've got and I've got another EP looking to release in the fall. So I'm excited about that one. It's got more new stuff. So basically, during the pandemic, I finished two albums worth of material. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Amazing. So I've got kind of like 20 plus songs um, and a Christmas album. So oh, you got a Christmas the- album as well. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do that's amazing. It's not like formally released or anything yet. Okay. So it's kind of like you just said about the music industry how it's changed. Like even releasing is this strange space where it's yeah. like, yeah. how does an yeah. artist put that stuff out? You know. So it's kind of, they're all there and we're working on learning the newer, the newest of the second album that I finished last year. And then I'm also a producer, got offered a job in another genre, not mine. And so that genre said he had to quit everyone else, which oh. meant me. Yeah, I know. So I, so that kind of happened this year. Like I kind of got broken up with by my producer and, but he's, cause he's so awesome. He found someone else. The whole bigger genre is kind of called cinematic pop. Right. It's kind of the genre because right. it's really big. Found me another cinematic pop producer and so i just it's so funny you ask we just connected last night because i've got a song i'm gonna send to him this weekend so obviously <laughs> the, the sound might change you know your style might change. Oh. speaking of genres that brought some light bulbs on what do you categorize yourself as as an artist like what genre artist are you because that's very difficult for an independent artist right because as an yeah. independent you're not stuck to one genre no but when you release music you have to state the genre because the major labels have made that so. So what do you categorize yourself as? So the cool thing is that like usually they do a genre and subgenre now. Okay. So production wise, so sonically. So when I talk about genres, I typically talk about the sonic palette of the song. Songs. Right. 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 Sonically, I sit at a, in a cinematic pop space, which is okay. a newer genre. It's not like okay. probably what everyone's heard of. And then like it would be Latin pop for this. Right. right? Like, right. That's where it would fall underneath. Um, because I can't really call myself a Latin pop artist. I don't have a full Latin album. So it kind of starts with cinematic pop and then underneath it falls into the, okay. the other genres. Yeah. Okay, but when you, when you release it, say on CD Baby or whatever, uh, what yeah. genre do you put your music into? Cinematic pop. It falls under the pop genre. Pop, yes. Yeah, that's something that we tell our artists and clients, you know, avoid putting your music in pop as an independent artist. You know why? Oh, because... No. Because what you're going to do is you're going to start competing with all the mainstream artists, right? Okay, okay. Okay. Now, every mainstream artist out there from Olivia Rodrigo and Justin Bieber and whatever, as an yeah. independent artist, when you are trying to break through, if you say you're a pop artist, you're completely blocked out in all spaces. You get me? I do. Because yeah. it's I'm just too tiny. No one you're knows. too tiny. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you were to put your music out, even though it's pop, it can be called Americana or it can be called, 
I don't know, easy listening or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that way, you end up getting, say, a top 10 or number one or a billboard chart. And then people sit up and take notice that, who is that artist? You know, uh, she's broken yeah. through. However, as a pop artist, you'll just be in the fringes. No one's going to hear about you. Your hardcore fans will. But breaking to the national level, you're going to get stuck. So That's great advice. Does that, do you think that works under cinematic pop, though? Emma, you know, WA team will help you out formulating okay. <laughs> what kind of genre to get into and whatever. Because as a marketing team, as a music marketing team, 20 years, 30 years of experience, there's so many different things that the major labels do to screw up independent artists, okay? Uh, so okay. they're not your friends. The major labels are not your friends. Keep that in mind. So I've heard you. I hear you. You have, to, you have to do things to screw them over because they're screwing you over every second of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this, yeah. Is, this is my little rant for, about major labels at every freaking interview that I do, okay? So. I know. Take, take the podium, man. Take it. And yeah, yeah. The, the, artist, the artist like me who's, I mean, I might have been in music, but this scene is all new to me. Yeah, like, the music business is a different thing. It, it has nothing to do with music, you know? It's no, nothing. nothing. So it's all about strategizing. What's the strategy to do this, to do that, to break through to the billboard charts, yes. to break yeah. through into MTV or whatever. And we do yeah. that. We, we've been doing that. I've done that for myself. And now we do that for so many artists. And it's so funny. Like an artist goes, oh, I'm a pop artist. I go, no, you're not. You're an Americana artist. And before you know it, that artist is hitting number one, hitting the top 10 on the oh. billboard charts. And all of a sudden, their life's changed, you know, completely. Oh, and they go, well, yeah, okay. but if you go pop, pop, no, and I've had artists, like some artists who go, oh, no, 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 I am pop. I won't change my music. I will stick to pop. I'm like, okay, you'll be 90. No one will hear about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, your, your family and friends will support you, but no one else will ever hear it forever. But no one else will ever hear about you. I mean, we'll, we'll support you, but, you know, that's about it. So you have to let go sometimes about those uh, sort of things oh, in, your, in, in your head. You know, some artists go, oh, no, no, I want that guitar part there for sure. Whereas uh, the producer goes, no, get that part out because otherwise the song won't sound really good. So that's something we got to do. Yeah. Is, is Joshua okay? <laughs> yeah, no, so I threw the bone and it landed on a chair. Oh, he couldn't get up. <laughs> and he was yelling about it. So, oh, like, I, it, it, the yelling was only going to escalate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> okay. so cool. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm open. Good, I'm good. totally open to advice because, so just so you know, like, the day job, I'm actually a realtor. Um, I run yeah. a multi million dollar real estate company nice i do and that's what supports the music because you know i you excellent that that's so so good i mean we, we work with so many artists who are like doctors and surgeons and lawyers and at the second part of their life now in their 30s and 40s they're hitting like the billboard charts and they go yeah. oliver you've done this for us our dream has come true you know yeah. like and yeah. I'm, I'm like i'm so glad that you've got this other thing to to support you so that you can just concentrate yeah. on your music in, in a nice way, you know? It's not yeah. like, oh, I really need this to be a hit, otherwise I'm gonna go on the streets. You don't wanna be That's in that great. situation when you're an no. independent artist funding yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. it was, and that was my goal. I yeah. kind of waited for someone else to do it, but then you also, if you wait for someone else, you're at their mercy. I wanted to make sure that I had <laughs> enough cards in my own hands Absolutely. that I could make decisions and not desperate ones Excellent. so and all i'm saying is look at your music as each song okay. as its own thing okay. and the genres the genres are made by the major labels okay. since you're an independent artist it's all about music it's your song it's the music yeah. that you're creating what genre it is doesn't matter you know 
Just because okay. the major labels want to call it pop, you don't follow them. Let them follow you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Really quick sidebar. Yeah. I always want. I did. I've never in my entire music career loved the idea that you had to be in one genre because exactly, yeah. if you listen to my EP, I love Latin music as much as I love EDM, as much as I love my singer star. Like I, yeah. lo- so I'm like. I never liked that idea of I can only pick one. I am part of the Grammys, right? So we've got a lot of the Grammy governors work with us and all of that. And we've, we've seen mm-hmm. artists who have stuck to being, oh, I'm pop and I'm going to stick with pop. And they've just yeah. disappeared, right? In the Grammy ballots and all of that. Yeah. And then yeah. some have had common sense to, oh, hey, we don't need to follow this. And they go New Age or Americana or American Roots. And all of a sudden... Nominations, ballots, all of that stuff. Yeah, this Thank is this you. is this is important information. But of course, you got to work with the team who knows what they're doing, like WA. I'm plugging yeah. in WA now. <laughs> oh, and anyone listening, you should you should talk to WA. Yeah. They've been incredible to work with. You guys have been incredible to work oh, with. Thank you, Rene. Because to be fair, everyone in the company is a musician. Most of us have got MTV EMA nominations, Grammy nominations. <laughs> We are members of the Grammy Awards and Recording Academy. So you're working with professionals who have had major label deals. I've been with Sony. I went to court to get my rights back. Two years I had to wait to get my rights back to my own music. I've played the field. I've got people who work with us who played the field in different you know, virgin music and all of that. So now we're taking the war to the majors. <laughs> so okay, so just so you know, like I have not, I have low key, like I want to win a Grammy so bad. <laughs> you know what? So you just, bring Grammy around and I'm like, yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you, you've met the right people now. You've got some great music. There's lots of stuff that can happen. So yeah, yeah. The team's going to, the, the team's going to take care of Rene Ruth. I'll tell you that. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, Rene, do you want to do you want to also tell everybody where they can find Rene? Tell, please tell me that your username across all social media is the same. Yes. Oh, thank God, because there's so many independent artists. They go, "Oh, I'm Rene Ruth125 on Twitter, and I'm Ruth Rene Music on Instagram." You shouldn't do that, right? So you're just yeah. Rene Ruth everywhere, or is it Rene yes. Ruth Music? It's. Well, so, so when I, the, okay, here, quick side story. There was some American guy yeah. that's named Renee Ruth. Yes. <laughs> and when, so, and this was 11 years ago when like all these platforms are coming out. And right. so in some instances you're going to find him because I right. had to do like, so I am Renee Ruth everywhere, but yeah. it might, it might have to be Renee underscore Ruth. Why don't you just literally do it as soon as you can across all boards, find Renee mm-hmm. Ruth music if it's available or Renee Ruth band or Rene Ruth experience or something like that. And let's yeah. make it the same across each and okay. every social media. That yeah. will bring in so many more followers, Rene. You have no idea. And it makes it easy for WA to support you even further, you know. Because we go, oh yeah, we, we call up a radio, go, yeah, just check Rene Ruth music everywhere. Boom, done. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. trust me, a radio jockey, like a DJ on the radio station, is not going to look for Renee underscore Ruth. Oh, I can't find her. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you make no. it make it easy for the industry people, I'm not talking about the record labels. I'm talking about the industry that helps us, like radio, media, press, yeah. all of them. Make it easy for them. Things are going to be easy for you. So I hope everyone listening is taking these notes. I know. It's like I'm giving like a master class, you know. It's like a freaking master class, I'll tell you. I love it. I just love it. You know, I've done, uh, what do you call it? Lectures at Leicester University and the Goa University and stuff like you that. You should. 
Uh, no, I, I, I have, I have. So they've called me and I've done these, these talks about the music industry, the inside yeah. of the music industry, not, not what's glossed over and what you've got on your curriculum uh, for your music business studies. This is the real music industry. And, right. and I give these talks and I get so many students calling me going, oh my God, I had no idea. You changed my life, you know, all that kind of shit. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I went through all of this and I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out there so that you don't have to go through it. You know what I mean? I'm paying it forward. I'm paying it yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I did my, my MBA, there was no music business uh, degree. degree. There was no music yeah. business. So when I was doing my, B, my, my bachelor's in economics and commerce, and then I did my MBA, I made my own curriculum about everything that they were teaching us, and I was putting it into the record label scene. You get me? Internally, yeah. all my projects, yeah. all my projects were about the music business. So I literally made the first music <laughs> business curriculum for an MBA. <laughs> That's just saying, did you get paid for that? No, it was my own degree. I got a good degree though. That's really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but I'm just saying, and then and then ten years later, I go, and then they start uh, they start talking about, oh, get yourself a music business MBA or music business degree. I'm like, holy shit. You've taken my <laughs> studies. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I really love fun. that. Oh, yeah. so, so tell us more. How did you get into real estate? Oh, real estate. Um, I was working as a teacher. I was a university professor first for 15 wow. years. What, were yeah. you what, were you, what was your, your subject? Public speaking. <laughs> wow. There you go. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, I saw yeah. That. Really taught thousands, thousands of students. And then I went into real estate because I, I ended up married at one time and, and it didn't work out and a lot of debt ensued. And so oh. I actually went into real estate to get out of debt, but then I just, I was good at it. I was good yeah. at sales and I saw the earning potential and I saw the opportunity to be able to support myself musically because wow. I just never saw that as something I could do, you know, and then when, and the tables just started to turn when I started to, you know, I basically reinvested in myself. And so, yeah, yeah I think every great success will tell you that they, they didn't hold on to money tightly at first. You reinvest okay. to speaking grow. About, speaking about reinvesting, have you got yourself a little recording studio at home? I do. Excellent. Excellent. You really need uh, that. Yeah. Because I have a recording studio at home and a rehearsal space. Excellent. So, yeah. so, that, so then the producers, when they come to work, they come to your studio to work? No, okay. these all these songs that you'll ever hear in the, from me in the last two years mm -hmm. done like this virtually. Virtually, okay. Uh huh. Now I will say, John, my last producer John came into town, and we still ended up working remotely sometimes. <laughs> like it was. So, so yeah, where do you go like, for your vocal tracking or guitar tracking yeah. or drum tracking? Where do you do that? In my studio. So and then he you send it over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So oh, I actually worked in Logic, and he works in. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He, of course he does. Yeah. So I'm still not, I'm baby producer. So I'm in Logic. No, 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 and, no, 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 no. Logic is a producer's stuff. Logic is he's, for- It's real, it's real. Logic is for making music and Pro Tools yes. is for mixing music. Mixing, ah. Okay. As a producer, I produce music for Grammy winners and everything. And we use yeah. Logic and then my engineers in the other studio, we have two, three studios in the UK. They use yeah. Pro Tools. And we have to give them wave files and things like that. Wait, correct. Yeah, so, so, so don't I, don't put yourself down with logic, baby. That is freaking great. Thank you. <laughs> I would track, you know, I I keep the BPM straight, I track the yeah. keys, I Excellent. track Excellent. I comp I would 
I'd first send rough vocals just yeah, so yeah, yeah. because I didn't want to sing to my raw because it's going to sound different. So he would he'd fill in kind mm -hmm. of a good half of it, the bass, the drums, all the you know the meat and potatoes of the instrumentation. Yeah, and I would he'd send it back to me, and then I would comp my vocals. So I would send over. You know, I would sing through and like, mind you, I'm doing this, like I'm showing property and then I'm running home and seeing some lines. And then I'm like, you knew that none of this was like well rehearsed or like, it's amazing these tracks to everyone's skill set. But yeah. I send it over and then he would send it back and I would work on ad libs, melody, harmony lines, yeah, yeah. wrote most of, almost all of them myself. He helped if I get stuck and then he'd finish it off and we would work on the tweaking of the sound. Like, cause I know what I want a song to sound like from start to finish. I know where I want it to drop. I know where I want the build. I know, like, I know all yeah. that. I just want to do it. Okay. So well, what, about live, what about live instrumentation? So your band members, you said you've got a band, right? Yeah. So do, do they track their instruments as well? Or do you just let the producer do all everything electronically? No, no, no. So the band is a performance band. Okay. Have you considered live instrumentation album, but your band members are actually recording parts. And then the producer, of course, gets it together. But each and every one of your band members adds their own thing to it. Yeah, yeah. so um, we did that. I did that. That's I have passed. I have oh, okay. an album, the AP, and I'm like, I've totally done that. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, the live, that live, yeah. I, I love the bigger sound. Okay. Like we, it's, so what we do now instead, because I actually don't co-write as much as it sounds. I, I struggle to collaborate with other people. Yeah, that's totally fine, yeah. I hear things so cleanly and clearly, and I just, in my head, I know what the song's supposed to do, yeah. and I just get it out. Excellent. So my band is mostly taking what we've produced, and then we make it a, a variation stage. Oh, got it. Okay. So you do like a live version of what you've Yeah. Right. I don't, I'm not like you two. Like I'm not co-writing with a band. I'm not a band. Okay. I, I okay. have a band, but I'm not a band. I'm an art. I'm a solo artist. Solo artist. That, Got it. Yeah. Renee Ruth and the band. <laughs> <laughs> I was that once. I was. Um, but we never, even then we didn't write together. I always wrote everything. What about any music videos? Have you got any music videos out there? No. <laughs> Aren't you planning on? true that's not true that's not true on the ep for here to stay i just did a little like but it's a like a social media music video it was okay. done very basic yeah. like just more for like a lyric video more right. so oh, okay okay well yeah. i think i think you need to make a music video for lose my breath that's a good oh one. i can already look there's a couple i yeah i already know what that is supposed to look like <laughs> yeah, yeah. because because we can, we can get it onto mtv and stuff like that for you if, uh, if, if, we, if we complete your project the way we want to as, as how we can envision it uh, i see yeah so if you can get on the charts and all of that and then good music video back in it you can get yeah. to the, that other level of vh1 mtv you know that kind of stuff so, uh, so it's, it's all, you know, when you want to hit all those major platforms like Grammys and Billboard and all that, you yeah. need to have what the, the major labels are doing. For example, you know, like uh, Taylor Swift, for example, she releases a single, there'll be a video following it, right? Yeah. So you need to make those videos as well, I think. I think Virginia is a sunny place, isn't it? Yeah, we got, we got, the, we got four seasons here, but we're headed into sunny sunny springtime spring yeah, yeah i think the challenge is i live in a very small town so the pool of talent here is okay. not huge so finding you know videographers and people that can kind of do that kind of thing is not but, but you, can, you can do it when you come on tour to the uk we can How film you ready ruth across london and leicestershire <laughs> 
Bloody hell. <laughs> That'd be great. Virginia girl in the UK. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Good idea. <laughs> so, Renee, so, so, Renee, uh, before you go, you want to you wanna say anything to all your new listeners and fans in the UK and the rest of the world? Oh, my gosh. I'm just, I'm just so speechless that you guys are all loving this song as much <laughs> as I do. And I'm like, thank you so, so much for listening and for just even, oh yeah, just thank you so much. Uh, before we go, do you have an official website? Oh yeah, reneeruthmusic.com. Reneeruthmusic.com. Okay, on that note, here is Lose My Breath by Renee. Renee, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Here we go, Lose My Breath.
Estaba triste y ausente Nada me hacía vibrar Otra vez